0: You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6-Up Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6-Up Supply. Our first run of Force flasks is long gone, but we're delighted to be able to fill your orders for all four of our models. Each of the Laser Sword flasks is carefully designed and constructed to exacting cosplay standards, then fitted with a food-safe internal plastic tube fit for a galactic smuggler. In addition to our original three models, the Wise Mentor, the Dark Lord, and the Double Fisting Apprentice, we now have Purple Thunder in stock for all our fans of the Jedi Council's badass MFR. Perfect for personal use or larger events and celebrations, orders of six or more Force Flasks get 20% off. And as always, use discount code LEGION99 for 10% off everything in the store. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by none other than LJ Pena. Uh, talk polite all over the Discord. Uh, LJ, welcome back to the show
1: great to be here once again uh excited to talk about uh, the little list i've been cooking up lately and uh of course chat with one of my favorite legion people
0: oh you're too kind yeah LJ reached out he's like i haven't been on in a while and by the way uh there's some droid stuff that you haven't talked about yet so i was i'm always excited to have you on um before we jump into it uh LJ, i've mostly seen you still just doing the organizing what what kind of uh playing have you been getting doing
1: So um, there's actually been a lot of local stuff. um, And I say local, it's been online, but still local to me. Um, There's a a friend that uh, I play X-Wing, I know, what? uh, with (laughs) um, That uh, he's part of this group called uh, Team Jawa. And uh, they have done a a learner league as of late, which is just a small, you know, 16-man type event. um, And I've been playing some skirmish. And that has really kind of like... I think kind of re-enthused my, my list building process because, you know, you're working with a different set of points and a different constraint, different map size. And, you know, lately I've actually been kind of focused on uh, the small game more than anything.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, what, uh, so what has that done? What you, well, you've been focused on the small game. What has that done to your list building process from, from before?
1: You know, I think it's given me a greater respect for, um, let, let's call it small game, like, okay. uh, like in golf. <laughs> you know, where um, I, I honestly, I felt that my um, my engagements when I was starting those melees and yeah. and zoning out areas that melee units wanted to go into was was getting to be a weaker part of my game, okay. and I felt like when I was successful. It was when I had really done work in with the gun line, and then it was easier for my focus pieces to engage. And with, you know, with Wookiees and Vaders and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. other, other pieces in the melee department coming back to, to widespread play, um, you know, it really allowed me to focus on that close engagement without having to spend two turns of setup to get there. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Well, you mentioned focus pieces. Are you still? Last time uh, that I really paid attention to the list you're bringing was when you were kicking my ass with uh, do, uh, uh, what was it? A Grievous list, uh, I think, uh, two almost two years ago now. <laughs>
1: you know, Hey, Dooku, uh, Grievous lives on in my heart. There you go. Was <laughs> it? Was
0: it both of them? Yeah,
1: double the fall was uh, was my big list that I, I right. really love right. to run for a long time. And you know, I have, um, I have been and this is not the focus of today, but I have actually been playing around with uh, Grievous Mall, just super, Ooh. super mobility double the fall at an even cheaper cost. Oh yeah, oh, interesting.
0: Interesting. That sounds. That sounds fascinating. We'll have to have you back <laughs> on to talk about that after you after you prove prove it out or not, one direction uh-huh. or the other. But uh, so for the list you brought today, what uh, what what did you start with? Were you going with a focus piece? Were you going with I want I want to put some cool units together? Talk to me about your uh, basic concept.
1: So one of the things that pushed um, the the real building of today's list. Was the fact that everybody ragged on Kalani when he came out, (laughs) and I was like, "Oh man, Kalani is like my one of my favorite like droid CIS like things characters, whatever." Um, And so I was like, "Okay, I gotta I gotta throw it together Kalani list, even if it like doesn't necessarily utilize his." greatest strengths, I, I have to put this guy on the table because my I feel like my honor has been challenged here as a droid enthusiast. You, so you got to
0: be careful with that because uh, that's how I ended up playing Jin for a year and a half.
1: Yep. <laughs> and you know, it could have led to worse places with you, I suppose.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> no,
1: so for me, you know, I saw um I saw how excited people were about Kraken and yep. you know, with all due respect to him, he's an awesome droid. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, you know, thematically and game-wise enjoy what uh, Kalani brings to the table. Yeah. And, you know, the the strategize two was a big um hitting point for me on this list because as I'm sure we're about to chat about, um <laughs> I'm also rocking a pair, not three, but rather two. Of the Ion Dwarf Spider Droids, mm-hmm. yep. and so for me, um, his his strategize really kind of beefed up their hitting power as they you know as they do their thing as they uh, you know reload every turn or whatever move into position do what they need to do, yep. and then of course his direct can throw that order out to the tank, and then yep. the tank is doing its thing that it needs to do every turn.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, I am a big fan of anytime a. The, the not obvious choice is explored for, for the more subtler and nuanced capabilities. So I, I know that Kraken has some really obvious strengths to him, uh, and I love your approach here. So you start with Kalani. Did, uh, where'd you go from Kalani? You mentioned the tank already. Was that, was that your foregone conclusion? Yeah. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> you know, originally when I pictured this list in my head, uh, I had this image of Kalani riding around in the tank. Nice. (laughs) And the tank's just kind of hanging back at range four and shooting things.
0: I keep forgetting that the tank's a transport.
1: Yeah. So um, (laughs) what I wanted to do was I almost actually bought two super tacticals to have uh, a a super tactical hanging off the side of the tank. Oh, nice. (laughs) So instead of the B1s, you'd have like Kalani one-handed on the side. Um, I, I might that. still do that down the road, but I committed to the judging pose for my super tactical that I got this uh, last weekend. It's, that's the right um,
0: pose, I think, for those, <laughs> especially for <laughs> Kalani.
1: Yeah, so so from there, though, uh, like I said, I, I wanted to direct the tank every turn just because yep. I like being able to um, do a little bit of repositioning or yep. um, do aiming or even recovering, and then just using Arsenal 2, the repeating blasters and high energy shells to just put Good shots downrange every single turn.
0: Yeah, yeah, and just as a reminder for anyone who hasn't been looking at the super tactroids too closely, he's able to direct the tank because the uh, Kalani's direct is any AI unit, not to, not the more traditional like core units or something we see on other unit, other mm-hmm. commanders. So, yeah. So you got high energy shells, you got, uh, and then what protocols did you go with? Those are mandatory uh, for the tanks.
1: Yes. Yeah, so for the uh, the tank, because I knew I was going to be directing it every turn, um, mm-hmm. I did give it the attack protocols. That way you got that sweet, sweet, precise two. Yep. Um, and then if for some reason, you know, there was a, a change of strategy um, or t- something happened that allowed that tank to not get in order, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was perfectly okay with AI aim because like I said, I was planning on just hanging back with that thing and shooting at range four. Um, And then for the spider droids, I gave them both engagement protocols because I want them to be as independent as possible. And with the way that I imagined playing them, I saw myself, again, feeding those aims to the ion spiders through Kalani. Mm-hmm. And then having them attack, even if they don't have an order, having them attack with engagement protocols and mm-hmm. then recovering is their second action. You get mm-hmm. the attack, you get the recover, you get the aim, and you don't have to spend 10 points to do it with link targeting array. <laughs> seems like
0: the right, seems like the right uh, balance there. Okay, cool. So we've got four units down Kalani's feeding the tank in order. He's feeding tokens to the spider droids. Uh, what else, what else is going on in this list?
1: So uh, the core of the list is a, is, is a big old droid gun line uh, yep. with five E5C B1s. Uh, one of them with an HQ uplink. So not your full six-man core that you usually see with droids, but still a respectable five-man. You know, the E5C has, or E5S, rather, sorry. Uh, Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if you're send you the 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 wrong list. list. The E5S (laughs) has proved itself, I think, time and time and again. And uh, because we had, like, a lot of local tournaments when Mm -hmm. the droid specialist came out, I am one of those crazy people that has enough E5Ss to run this list.
0: You know, I saw when you sent this list over, I was like, I feel like I haven't actually seen the E5S as much as I used to. And and I I saw this and I was like, oh, LJ is definitely back to his roots with uh, Uh with the masses of E5S is going on here.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they're just they're great choice these days, Um, whether it's shooting in a heavy cover or, you know, flexing into um, an anti-armor role. Um, you know, with a list that is not bringing aggressive tactics, they help bring that extra punch to the table. And then they're backed up by, um, one squad of IG 11 Magna guard with the, with the RPS and offensive Mm -hmm. push. Um, Mm -hmm. and the goal there is that the Magna guard are like, I wanted B twos in the list, except I didn't want B twos in the list. I wanted to run my dang Magna guard. So they get to sit (laughs) at the end of the line and they get that, they get that end of the line order. And then yep. they're they're also, you know, shooting or, you know, playing a, a very vital defensive role with all the aggressive stuff that's out there these days.
0: Are you keeping them near enough to Kalani to benefit from Retinue at the end of the line there?
1: I think so. Um, okay. With the way that I was imagining running this list, um, they mm-hmm. would probably be the tail end that is closest to Kalani. Gotcha. Um, or, you know, there's also ways you can deploy them to. Where they mm-hmm. can kind of, um, you know, you can be. And I hate to say it, but it's kind of like a, a snaggletooth pattern, um, <laughs> and they're kind of they're kind of backing up and playing again that that very strict linebacker role. Mm-hmm. And one turn, they might be on one end of your line, but the other turn, they might start shifting back towards the other side, and of course, benefiting from Kalani's, um Absolutely. you know, commander ism this <laughs> makes sense
0: and are you using them in, in in guarding capacity or just waiting to dive in and be the that linebacker
1: no i i think purely linebacker with uh, okay. with this one part of the gun yeah. line um don't want them spending their wounds on shots for kalani because if i'm playing my cards right mm-hmm. um he's not taking any fire at all right. um unless of course he's gloriously riding the uh the 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 persuader to victory (laughs) um you know and that's one of those things i'm gonna have to feel how that like how that works out on the table um Mm -hmm. you know kalani's got five health and he'll be in heavy cover if he's riding the tank so that Mm -hmm. is respectable but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want him to be caught out by you know something with sharpshooter or a large dice pool you know a boba or something like that because he is so important to this list so you know i i imagine he'll be hiding behind a wall and pointing at it for the entire game or judging it as I have him built. Of course. Of course. Uh,
0: and I don't know if we mentioned it, you got offensive push on the Magna guard. And then I know we didn't mention it uh, rounding out. Kalani also has improvised orders and commanding presence to get that extra order range uh, because commanding presence, if affects direct, if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: It does. Um, yeah. And that was one of the things that I thought would maybe help shore up some gaps. If the table doesn't quite, but doesn't play mm-hmm. quite nicely. Um, yeah. Or maybe deployment doesn't play as, as nicely as I would like um, with spreading this army out. So that was kind of a, um, a protective piece. That's something I usually impose on myself yeah. um, when I am playing a list for the first time. And if I find that control of the army is, is easier than I think it's going to be um, in my head, then it's so easy to flex that back to a link targeting array on Mm -hmm. the persuader tank which like i said is going to be getting directed orders almost every turn anyway gosh um and then on the on the flip side of that you know improvised is good i have always (laughs) loved improvised since adepticon 2019 when that thing saved my bacon in one of my high command games (laughs) and so i um you know i have a soft spot for it um, I love that, you know, it's gone down in the past since its original inception at 10 points. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there are cards out there that are going to mess with my token stack. Um, Comms Jammer is still a thing that exists. And oh, gotcha. so, yep. you know, I, I want to have that flex to not get caught in a spot where, okay, cool. I have my gun line going. All my pieces are getting in play. Oh, they broke my chain. Well, now mm-hmm. my entire plan for the turn is screwed. I don't want that to be a factor. So, improvise for five points that it's at right now. And the fact that, you know, I, I had some points left over in the list, mm-hmm. um, I, was, I was perfectly fine flexing that in um, because those are one of those things that when you're playing at the highest level, mm-hmm. one of those mistakes is the end of your game every time. And yeah. I want to protect against that eventuality.
0: Makes sense, makes sense. Love it, love the thought. So that brings it up to a 10 activation list, even 800. Uh, one of my favorite things is seeing droid lists that uh, aren't bidding, <laughs> just because it's so <laughs> unusual. Um, let's jump down into the command command hand. You just have Kalani, so not a ton of variety of, excuse me, what you're going to bring. But with the super attack droids bringing three additional command cards to the droid army, uh, there were some choices. So talk to me about the choices you made in your one, two, and three pips here.
1: So for me, um, I did end up keeping They Too Will Suffer just because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it has Kalani on the card. And (laughs) it also says They Too Will Suffer. And I mean, like we just talked about, being able to mess with your opponent's token stack or their order pool or just their plan for a turn is a very, very, very powerful and almost underrated criminally, in my opinion, tool in (laughs) Legion. And so for me, it was like, okay, that was an auto-take. Um, mechanized incursion, because then I don't have to burn the HQ uplink on one of my V1s. And then we can still get those orders down the chain. Um, preservation protocols, because, um, you know, it was new. Um, and I could see myself, uh, subbing in push for that. If I didn't like that two droid trooper or AI unit restriction, but because Mm -hmm. everything flows so well with that AI restriction in this list, I'm not taking any counter AI stuff. Um, I thought that, you know, why not take it and get the added benefits. And as people have started to notice, uh, it is a very valid option to play this card and run away. (laughs) And that was, that was something that, um, I actually, um, it was mentioned on, I believe outriders today. Um, When I was listening to their episode, you know, they were talking about a, you know, when Vader or somebody runs up in your lines and they get stuck in, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a great card to get your pieces out of there and maybe get them into a better position to then react to that push. So for me, you know, that was that was an easy choice, just to a try it and b realize that as an objective piece, disengage is a disgusting keyword, and (laughs) uh, you know, impervious is also gonna be is gonna be a good one, especially with the. You know, those bow caster Wookiees out there playing impervious on a dwarf spider droid is gonna be hilarious. Oh man, brutal. Um brutal. and then of course Orbital Strike, everybody's been talking about it being so solid with the super tax. Um I I definitely wanted to give that a try myself. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it can it can give an order to the heavy, which is awesome, or mm-hmm. you can use it on the super tack for sharp two. And yep. uh, I believe Kalani also has surge to hit. Yeah, he, he has does, surge to yeah. hit. So, um, not as cool as Kraken with his sure. surge to crit, sure, but sure. Sur- you know, still sharpshooter 2, Still yep. surge to hit. So you're going to yep. be you're going to be converting where it matters.
0: Yeah, you don't really need the crits. Plus, it's four dice. I, I'm reminded it's it's uh, it's only one attack, but it still feels like a better attack than Leia uh, mm-hmm. with even with her surge to crit. Um, mm-hmm. And just the two dice. So,
1: mm-hmm. um, and so for the three pip, um, I actually waffled between assault and Roger Roger for quite mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Um, but assault, if you followed my list building over the last two years, has been um, an inclusion <laughs> in almost all of my lists mm-hmm. because um, I I often got my commanders killed when I was playing Double the Fall, and so I kept that generic in there as a backup in case um, I lost a commander at a critical oh, moment. Sure and didn't have a command card to match um, who was left over. Um, and so assaults is one of those things where, you know, oh cool, I order my tank, my two spiders, and then Kalani gives the orders to the B1 chain inst- uh, with his direct. Um, and, you know, now everybody has orders, and it's not as restrictive as Roger Roger, which I, I've come to appreciate Roger Roger and skirmish a lot. But for the bigger <laughs> game, um, assault still my go-to. And then do not en- underestimate our means. I mean, it's it's free chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, one of the things this list has going for it is it does have the double I and DSDs and the Persuader. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. forget about the range two Ion gun on that. Yep. If I'm playing another droid, I am totally popping this card down given three AI units reinforcements DSD, mm-hmm. DSD, and R99. And mm-hmm. putting those things where the Ion game is going to fall in my favor.
0: Yeah, and that's in addition to Kalani's native reinforcement. So,
1: yep. Maybe and if can't. Kalani wants to be the last one and ride that tank, he can do it with his natural <laughs> gifts and this card.
0: There you go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, jumping over to the uh, the battle deck. Let's uh, let's keep this light. Uh, each of the categories. What's the What's the one uh, card that you absolutely want to be
1: playing? So for me, objectives, it's got to be payload. Everything yep. can score. This list can move. The, yep. the, the, the persuader doesn't even have to try to keep up with the payload. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the DSDs have the engagement protocols. And everything in this list is built to move and shoot, shoot and move. Yep. Um, so for objectives, I, I would love to see me a payload when I play this list because I feel like I could support that um, you know, quite effectively. Um, For deployments, um, you know, actually, I think one of my favorite lists for droids is still sorry, deployments for droids still got to be long march. Sure. Just because it is so easy to keep everything um, in coordinate range and keep those chains tight. Um, I've come to appreciate that a lot more as time has gone on. Um, And it's a lot harder, of course, to get flanked when you can control those shorter edges uh, so much easier than the long edges. Yeah. and then um last but not least is supply drop because I'm an agent of chaos chaos and I root for the football <laughs> when I watch football Dang. um you know there's just there's just so many fun things you can do on supply drop and uh you know there are there are more benefits to um to the droids than there there used to be and of mm-hmm. course I love the look on somebody's face when I steal their back to canister yeah
0: yeah that's uh that's a brutal brutal uh spiking that football that you're rooting for when (laughs) when the droid all droid and vehicle list gets the back to capsules yep all right other side of the uh, coin you you do have 800 points and while you'll be able to pick the uh board edge you want uh you're not always going to be getting the the battle cards you want uh with four cards flipping on every side what's the one that if it shows up in that first slot you're going to veto right away for each category
1: Um, I think probably the, the card I'm the least equipped to deal with is probably Mm. still going to be, um, hostage, um, either hostage or recover just because I don't necessarily have the fast moving pieces to secure that comfortably. Um, the, the Magna guard, um, would love to jump on your hostage carrier as it runs away, (laughs) but they're not as well supported as when you're bringing a lightsaber to the list. So those, those are probably going to be the first bands if I have a chance makes sense.
0: What about, uh, the other, the deployments or the, uh, conditions, anything you, you really don't like there?
1: You know, I think I feel pretty comfortable with most deployment and Mm -hmm. conditions. Um, I think, you know, maybe, maybe danger close, but then again, where, where the short edges or sorry, where the small edges meet, if you put a persuader there, I mean, have fun. My range <laughs> two gun is ready to go to work um, almost right away. And that's, Absolutely. that's real cool. Um, and like you mentioned with the commanding presence fix, even disarray isn't as big of a problem as it may have used to be. Um, yeah. It'll be a lot easier to close that gap when you can give those orders out. And the ion spiders can go sit in that corner and go play. And they're meant <laughs> to be fairly independent. So I think they'll continue to do that. Makes um sense. And because I'm not necessarily built out for melee, like I usually like to play, probably getting rid of limited visibility. Uh, That's fair. And, you know, <laughs> that is that is actually one of the reasons why the list is built out to 800, because I want that last veto.
0: Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Uh, alrighty. Uh, so you're bringing this to a store tournament. Uh, what lists are you hoping to get paired against? With this? What, what's this really strong against?
1: Oh man, I, I want to play against something that has to leap forward into that Ion range and yep. start to disable them and then pick them apart slowly over the first couple of turns. Yep. Um, the list has a surprising amount of range 4. Uh, it, it, Kalani it is does. the <laughs> only thing that doesn't have a range 4 weapon. That's I managed gross. to fit 9 <laughs> range 4 weapons into this list. So I want to be able to um, pick something apart um, from range so whatever is going to help me achieve that objective the best is going to be it's going to be my method of success i think here
0: that is ridiculous uh <laughs> all right what about uh what what's what are you weak against what are you worried about getting faced against
1: um definitely something that likes to move um that mm-hmm. aggressive push um whether it be the hostage or recover star we talked about mm-hmm. um bombing run i'd have to play a, a very defensive game and maybe try to get creative with the uh, the magna guard who are a little harder slow down and yeah. try to score a bomb with them um maybe do something crazy with reinforcements sure. and of course you've always got the flex option of throwing a uh, a bomb on the persuader and you're in that range <laughs> one bubble in like two turns two moves yeah if that i mean it's crazy how big that base we discovered is so uh yeah Yeah, for me, um, I'm definitely going to be a little worried about that, but maybe have the tools to deal with it. Makes sense. Cool.
0: All right. Well, love the list. Listeners, you can see it again in uh, the episode description, Uh, but 10 activation, uh, super attack, persuader, DSD, and a bunch of uh, other stuff. All right. You ready to jump into the lightning round? Hit me. All right. First question. What was your best better lucky than good moment in Legion?
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, Brad. But it's gotta be—it's gotta be when Grievous had. Oh, I want to say it was eight suppression. It's been a long time since that fateful roll. But oh, Big Big G himself had. I I want to say it was some ridiculous like eight suppression on him, and I rolled off seven out of eight of the suppression and Grievous was able to get the double move charge in and basically close up the game for me at that point. And oh, uh, never never tell me the odds on that. I never want to know how lucky that was because I will never see it's like again.
0: That's brutal. I uh, <laughs> Come to think of it, my best better luck in a good moment might have also been against Brad uh, when I, <laughs> I I infiltrated Abyss and in Pathfinders and one shot a Bosk uh, with heavy cover uh on an oh, alpha strike no. one time uh that was definitely not skill that was luck <laughs> sorry brad uh all right uh other other way of looking at it, though what decision or player are you most proud of from your legion career
1: um i think one of the things i was most proud of and i love love to tell this story all the time is between <laughs> last chance qualifier to depticon and high yeah. command um i was able to change my list And in my Veer's Boba list, I got rid of Coordinated Fire, which Mm. was the hotness at the time, and replaced it with Imperial Discipline. Ah. And on my first game of High Command Mm -hmm. against none other than Luke Cook, um, we were basically playing a mirror match, and his Boba was able to whipcord me at the start of Turn 2. Wow. Or no, end of Turn 1, going into Turn 2. And I took a total of, I want to say, 12 Suppression. Jeez. Um, with I was a speed 3 jump away from the board edge. Mm-hmm. And had 12 Suppression on me on Hostile Environment. And wow. just happened <laughs> to switch out Coordinated Fire for Imperial Discipline. And I played that on the third turn. Cleared wow. all 12 Suppression. Yep. Boba survived that last shot that came into him before he got away, and was able to preserve Boba. Uh, kill a snowtrooper squad on my way out, and nice. uh, secure that that game one win that set wow. me up for success for the rest of the day. Wow, that's 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 great.
0: Borderline uh, lucky, <laughs> <laughs> Thank borderline good, but, lucky, but, but I gave but I, myself I some take, credit. Yeah, yeah, it I will, was a I, conscious I, decision. <laughs> I think that's I think that's I think that's good. I'm, I'm, I'll take it. Uh all right. Uh what have the uh turn zero changes done anything to your
1: strategy these days? Nothing. They've done oh. nothing at all. I okay. was a red player, ride or die, That's you know, fun, with yeah. that, that double the fall mentality. 799 yep. was my home ground. And so <laughs> I um you know I get a little better battlefield control and I still get that last veto, which you know, like we talked about yeah. already. Yep. Is critical to my my plan and making sure I get the scenario that is most advantageous for me.
0: Totally cool. All right, what decision or play from your Legion career is going to haunt you?
1: Ooh, man, that is a uh, that is a tough one. I, I want to say that uh, when I played in a, in a rally point against uh, my good friend, David LeBlanc, who you know, mm-hmm. you've met multiple I've not, times.
0: I, I've met David. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. Excellent, excellent chauffeur.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I made the mistake of moving my boss out in front of a naked four-man stormtrooper squad. And you might ask yourself, why would that be a mistake, LJ? And that's because the four-man stormtrooper rolled four natty criticals against wow. Bosk to close out the turn, and Oof. then on the next turn rolled four natty criticals again, wow. and took him from seven to zero. Wow! <laughs> in a back-to-back activation that secured him the the RPQ. Wow! Yeah, that's that hard. was uh, it, that was what and... I'll never forget.
0: And that was uh, that was in real life, not in the old uh, TTS dice trays. Mm-hmm.
1: That was uh, that was real life. But I'm glad you nice. mentioned that because one of these days, I'm going to get prize support that looks like them just to mess with people in real life. There you go. <laughs> 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 oh man.
0: Uh, Alrighty, uh, I'm sure you've been had, to, had been a part of this conversation for, for far too long. But Clone Trooper changers have they ruined the faction or unleashed the multiverse? Uh, the
1: you list? know. I think they did both. They <laughs> ruined a specific style of the faction, yep. but they have definitely unleashed the multiverse of, of Garless building. You know, we've seen it in super positive ways already with the way that you like to run your, your clones. And I think people have been a lot more willing to experiment with other facets of them and you know it's a it was a great time to get a new wave of stuff. Yeah. Because people were yeah. willing to, you know, take that leap, and I think there have been many that have been rewarded by that change, and you love to see it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on about the timing uh, was was very very good with the changes to the, the faction, but also the opportunity with new units. So it's not just relying on people being creative with existing stuff, um, but but having some of that that fresh plastic smell to excite them. Definitely. All right, last last question. What famous personality, living or dead, would you choose to stream every game of Legion that you play for the rest of your life?
1: Oh, man. If you caught it live, or if you can go back in the Twitch archives and catch it, <laughs> go listen to Alex Davy, <laughs> cast Worlds, <laughs> yeah. because he talks about nothing related to the game at hand. <laughs> and just the most obscure Star Wars conversations you could ever imagine to include who has the best hit percentage and accuracy rating in all of Star Wars. Wow. And it was it was a joy to go back and listen to those and uh you know see some of the the passion that went into um you know the person that uh, that spearheaded the game that we that we love and that we're talking about right now.
0: That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you, LJ. It's always great to have you on. Uh, what are you plugging these days?
1: Oh, what am I not plugging? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as always, uh, member of Team Relentless. Always got to give a shout out to those guys. Um, of course, to Ben, who is always putting out great content for people, and uh, you know, Cass Lassie, who is uh, you know running the uh, the Legion tournament circuit side of things. Nice. Uh, if you have a tournament that is a standard Legion tournament of eight players or more. Please, please, please submit it to the Legion Tournament Circuit at Team Relentless Tabletop. Um, we love to see that data, especially now that we can compare it to pre RRG and post RRG. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, got to give a shout out to the Legion Discord. Um, still, you know, running the business up there and, uh, actually pushing super hard. We're very close to getting to uh, 6,500 folks in there. Oh my and, uh, I hear if we hit that goal, there might be some order tokens in the near future. Uh, we'll try to do another little discord run. Um, cool. and then of course the, uh, the Facebook group still, still running strong there. That's still going okay. And, you know, I always got to mention the rules for them because if you have a question, if you're not sure how an interaction works, use that search button and i bet you it's been answered and if it hasn't i will personally answer that question for you and make sure that you know everything you need to know about the beautiful game that is legion and last (laughs) but not least i did want to personally thank yourself um legion 99 six up supply in particular because oh lord the prize support (laughs) for lvo I hear people get excited about the number of Force Flasks that they're bringing to uh, to other events. You know, SoCal yep. had them. PAX is going to have them. Yep. Um, But you guys are uh, you guys are doing something special for us, and uh, there'll be a future cast where we'll we'll gush about that. But uh, you know, I do have to I do have to turn around and plug you guys because we are going to be well supported because of the community at large, and I yep. as always greatly appreciate that because if we didn't have such dedicated people like yourself, we probably would not still be on this podcast talking about <laughs> Legion.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I, we're super excited about that too. Like you mentioned, the four slacks are just one thing and anyone who follows six up supply on Instagram, uh, Drake dropped a, a preview image of, uh, of one of the extra goodies that we're working on as well for, uh, for, for price sports. So can't wait to, can't wait to get out there for that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, lj always a pleasure uh, so, uh like we said talk polite on the discord find them all over the all over facebook uh and that rules forum i saw a bunch of new posts that i need to go read today something about r2 and overrun
1: uh, <laughs> oh yeah you should you should totally not run over that little guy when he has this depression <laughs> turns out inconspicuous is just a blanket statement oh, i thought man. it was just ranged attacks when i read it and i was like oh wait if he has the suppression, turns out you can't run him over with Overrun. Darn. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Another win in the R2 book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> at least at least it's more expensive.
1: At least he's more expensive.
0: Yeah. So check uh, check LJ out. And uh, listeners, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the Legionverse, shoot me a DM at Mitrokhan hashtag 9051 or reach out to us at the Legion 99 Facebook. And we'll see you next time on Turn Zero Lists.